Welcome to Threshold Stories, crossing thresholds one story at a time. I'm your host, Jeff Gora. Since I've invested in all this cool podcasting and video casting gear, and I'm socially segregated due to the coronavirus, I'm going to have to do a monologue and not bring in a guest speaker. I much prefer to have guests, but I'm going to have to tell a story from my own perspective today. And I'm going to start with a controversial position on coronavirus. And I think there's a pink elephant in the mortality conversation that I want to have. Coronavirus has been grabbing attention like anything that I can remember in my lifetime. It's bigger than any election, any sports event, any celebrity news that I've ever seen. And the epidemiologists who study it are telling us that this is a disease unlike anything in recent history. So what I want to do is I want to break down the assumptions that we're making and compare that to some gathered facts and talk about if things were as bad as we're scared they would be. And let's, let's see what that means. So we know this is new. At least China's telling us it's new. And we know it kills people. Um, China reports a mortality of something like 3%. Italy's reported mortality of something like 5%. So most people are recovering, but enough people are dying that it's a big deal. And our public health officials, um, regardless of political perspective, are sharing with us that if we don't do things to protect ourselves, we will end up with more deaths. Um, we're told by the government what to do. Social media is telling us what to do. Economists are sharing with what's happening. But the second message we're all hearing is ending up like Italy is bad. We don't want to end up like Italy, and we need to prevent that from happening. So with those assumptions at the bottom, um, we got to protect ourselves or we're going to have more deaths, and ending up like Italy is bad, we've um, started getting different education. Um, behaviors, we thought, that used to be associated with introverts and hermits are now considered good behavior. Reclusive patterns, we are told, help us avoid the spread of the virus. So our messaging now is stay home, don't travel. Avoid community. Uh, act as if virtual communication is a substitute for fellowship. It's not, but that's the message we're getting because of this fear associated with uh, us becoming as bad as Italy. So let's talk through what this bad as Italy would look like. So according to the CDC, there are currently about 3 million deaths a year in the United States, or at least according to 2018 published numbers. So if you take the exact number and divide it by 365 days, you end up with something like 7,778 deaths per day in the United States. And as population increases, that number goes up as well. Since it's 2020, now let's say it's 7,800 a day. Um, let's put Corona's mortality in perspective by comparing the Italian outcome and assume it was an American population. If the U.S. is something like five times as populated as Italy, and granted, it's not an exact number, but it makes it the math easy. If we took all the Italian totals and multiplied, by that, multiplied them by five, that would give us the equivalent mortality numbers here for the United States. So in the three weeks that Italy's been reporting, they've tallied 5,500 deaths. So if that was the United States, the total would be 27,500 deaths. Uh, for a daily average, that's about 1,300 a day. Now, granted, this is a curve. It's not flat, and it's sloped upwards. But we do have good evidence from China and South Korea that we need not consider that a permanent trend. Smart guys are telling us that if you hide in your house, the strategy will cause the growth to flatten out. So let's look at the pink elephant here. Current death rates of 7,800 a day compared to with projected corona death rates of 1,300 a day. That would mean corona would account for something like 16% or one-sixth of all the deaths in the United States if we actually ended up as bad as Italy. 
So here's the fact. Here's the stacker here. Heart disease is the number one killer in the United States, and it's considered preventable or deferrable by all the smart guys. In 2017, granted, this is in 2018, so it's a little bit smaller than real world, the CDC reported a bit more than 647,000 deaths attributed to heart disease. All right, divide that number by 365, and you get about 1,775 deaths a day from heart disease. Oh, by the way, that's bigger than corona. How about we take a stare at cancer? Daily mortality rate for cancer is 1641. Again, bigger than corona. So imagine a world if we took prevention of heart disease and prevention of cancer as seriously as we're taking our plan of social minimalism. So how do you do that is the question that some people ask. You can't just hide and prevent yourself from getting cancer. Here's three recommendations I'm going to make that are black and white. Number one, eat real food. Cook real food. Don't eat junk food. What does that mean? If there's a list of ingredients and you can't pronounce them, that's going to be junk food. Multiple sources are telling us that people are eating worse in isolation. That makes your health worse, people, not better. So let's even take this first recommendation a bit farther. If you're praying to God to heal everybody from this disease, and you're not doing anything but making yourself more diseased by your food choices, how does that work? Okay, point number two. Get outside and play in the dirt. Touch the earth. There are good microbes in dirt, dirt that make you healthy. For every cell you have in your body, there's a hundred bacteria. Make those bacteria your friends. Play in the dirt. It is good for you. Ask people who study longevity. Touching the earth and being in contact with the earth makes you live longer. Lastly, get active. Point number three, jack your heart up. Rate, turn the rate of your heart up about twice its resting rate and keep it there for something like 20 minutes a day. You're already saving this much time since you work from home now anyway, or in a worst-case scenario, you don't work now. You know, these behaviors are not going to make the mortality numbers go to zero, but it will cause them to drop. High on that list of preventable diseases is diabetes. I have too many friends and neighbors who have blown their bodies up and are now diabetic. It's sad because it's so preventable. According to the CDC, that's another 228 deaths a day we can address. No, we're not going to eradicate anything associated with diabetes, but we can make a dent in it. My passion is to see you guys get above your threshold and get better. Don't let the fear of this novel disease distract you from what will really keep you healthy. Corona will pass. No one is telling us diabetes will pass. No one is telling us heart disease and cancer will pass. You've got to continue to address those for the rest of your life because those are the real threats, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for listening and go take care of yourself. Thanks for listening to this chapter of Threshold Stories, Crossing Thresholds, One Story at a Time. Ready to cross more thresholds with me in two weeks. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me directly. You can find me on LinkedIn or on my Facebook page at Jeff Gora Team USA. 